You are listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Humphrey, and joining us today is Laura Jane Hyde. Laura Jane is Executive Director of Gilda's Club Chicago, a free cancer support community for men, women, and children whose lives have been touched by cancer. Laura Jane, tell us about Gilda's Club. What is it? Who does it serve? Gilda's Club is here so that no one has to live with cancer alone. And we are one of 22 clubs open throughout North America. There are another eight clubs in development. And what Gilda's Club does is takes care of the human side of cancer, the social, emotional, informational support that everyone needs when they receive a diagnosis or someone they care about receives a diagnosis. In Chicago, we're located at 537 North Wells, and we are open six days a week and offer a free program of support to men, women, and children diagnosed with any type of cancer and family members and friends. We offer support groups, we have networking groups, we have lectures, workshops, social activities, a children's program, bereavement support, and in Chicago, we offer a program in Spanish. So it really is designed to be full complement of support when a family is impacted by a cancer diagnosis. So important and so comprehensive. How did Gilda's Club get started? We're reaching a point where not everyone knows Gilda Radner, uh, but Gilda Radner was a famous comedian on Saturday Night Live, and she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And when she was in California, she got involved with a community that is very similar to Gilda's Club, somewhat different, but saw the benefit of coming together with others. And when she and Jean Wilder, her then-husband, were at their home in Connecticut, she felt very isolated and alone and missed that camaraderie and support. And so she and Jean and her psychotherapist, a woman by the name of Joanna Bull, started to talk about what it would mean to have Gilda's clubs wherever anyone needed them. And unfortunately, Gilda died in 1989, and in 1991, Gene Wilder and Joanna Bull reconnected, and Joanna Bull is the founder of Gilda's Club. The first club opened in New York City in 1995, and due to some terrific support from organizations like Sears and People Magazine, quickly uh, the community at large became aware of this effort, and shortly thereafter, other communities reached out with an interest in starting very similar programs in their community. You know, I've been to Gilda's Club Chicago, and there's something very special in the whole atmosphere there, the feeling of the place. What is that? What does someone feel when they come into Gilda's Club? I think what members tell us is they feel a sense of community. Mm. Gilda's Club is here because someone's been diagnosed with cancer. And it's very important for us that when someone comes through the red door the first time, that they feel support and they feel acceptance and they don't feel that they're in need of therapy, per se, because it's not what we provide. We provide a support community, and certainly the support groups that we offer are facilitated by licensed mental health professionals, but we don't do anything one-on-one here because that's not the focus of the organization. We see what occurs when members diagnosed with cancer and members supporting loved ones come together, and one of things that we've seen through our experiences, our members are really the experts. They don't need us to tell them what they should or shouldn't do. They have that within. And I think what Gilda's Club, what we oftentimes hear is, you know, you're going along in life and all of a sudden a diagnosis of cancer just turns your world upside down. Mm. And what Gilda's Club does is help 
write that and bring people together who share the common wisdom of going through this journey and support one another. And so I think what we really see here is the grace of the human spirit in the face of a diagnosis that none of us wants to receive. That's what it is. It's the grace of the human spirit. And there's a feeling of joy despite the devastating effects of this disease. There's really a beautiful joy there. Um, Can you tell us some about what it's like for someone living with cancer? What do they struggle with? What are some of the most difficult parts of it? Well, I can only tell you what I hear, Um, and I think it's, it's very much an individual journey. What we do see, and this is why we support the entire family, is that a family oftentimes before a cancer diagnosis has challenges. And the cancer just exacerbates those challenges in addition to adding another challenge. So if a family, you know, is struggling with communication and then cancer occurs in the family's life, then that just becomes a heightened issue. Um, If a family is struggling with financial constraints, cancer provides an additional burden. If someone is struggling with just not being sure, you know, what's next in their life or they've just started their career, or they're just looking to start a family, cancer provides an added piece to all of that. So as individual as all of our lives are, the journey is just as individual. What we, what we do hear from our members oftentimes is that cancer provides an opportunity, although not one that one would seek out, to refocus their life and refocus their energies and really recognize in a way that some of us don't that every day is a gift. Yes really orders their priorities, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, What you say about the families being affected so profoundly really must ring true. I know that there's research that shows that family members going through an illness with a loved one themselves are more at risk for developing some kind of illness themselves or depression. So it's very, very important to support them as well. And the children. We have a wonderful program for children called Kids Support, and we have a number of social events throughout the year. And again, because our members are the experts, we don't tell parents what they should or shouldn't do when it comes to their children. Some parents bring their children when they're in groups, and they bring them for social activities, and the children themselves never get involved in a group, and that's the parent's choice. Some parents come and they get their children involved in a group, but the important thing is that children know why they're coming here. It really helps relieve so much of that stress. And it's just the stories that we hear from the children are amazing. There was, you know, one time in group, one of the children was talking about the fact that people were bringing food to their home because their mom was too sick to cook. And another child in the group just assumed that her own family was poor. So, you know, we see how children process things and giving them a place that's safe for them to speak to support one another, I mean, that's one of the most amazing things that we see is when when children support one another through this experience. Mm, So beautiful. And how did you get involved in Gilda's Club? I actually have been fundraising in the medical field, if you will, for quite some time, and I ran into the physician and his wife who had started Gilda's Club, and I came to the organization in July of 1998. It's really been a phenomenal experience. There's over 20,000 cases of cancer diagnosed in the Chicagoland area each year. So 
We see the benefit of people getting involved, and our program is completely free of charge. We don't solicit our members. In our minds, there's no downside, and there's a tremendous, tremendous upside in getting people involved as soon as they can. Yes, and research shows, lots of studies show that those who have cancer, if they're surrounded by loving support and a sense of hope and optimism, their projections are just much more hopeful. They're more likely to recover or to have a longer lifespan. We're actually hoping to embark on a study that will demonstrate that patients are more compliant. And so there's a tremendous benefit just in and of that fact. That support alone is very, very important. Tell us some more about some of the fun activities that go on there. It's a very spirited, lively place. It is. It is. We we work a lot of um, fun into the workshops that we do for both children and adults. Each year, Second City comes and they do a sequence of um, improv workshops for our older teens and adult members. We have a monthly social activity this month, for instance, in March. It's a meet-and-greet dinner where members come together, staff makes a spaghetti dinner. Actually, it's staff and volunteers, and members bring dessert, and people just sit around tables and join in fellowship, and there's always a lot of laughter around those events. With the children, we have annual camps. We have a Noogie Fest Halloween celebration. We have Santa visits. Um, But there's just laughter at all points throughout the club, after yoga classes, during cooking classes. It really is, I think, a place that allows for free expression of every emotion that someone experiences when they go through the cancer journey. And certainly, even in terms of our groups, what we'll often say is we we have weekly support groups for people diagnosed with cancer that are called wellness groups, and then we have weekly groups for family members and friends that are called family groups. And oftentimes, when we're running groups, if you hear laughter, it's oftentimes coming from the wellness group And the tears are coming from the family group. So it really is a safe place for people going through the experience to express themselves in a lot of different ways. Yes. And laughter is so healing. And it's really in keeping with Gilda Radner's whole spirit, too, isn't it? It is. Oftentimes what we talk about, you know, as as we mature as an organization and as the general population gets older, the name Gilda Radner may not hold the same meaning, but the spirit in which she lived with her cancer diagnosis and the way in which we do what we do, that needs to continue because it it does create an entirely different feel when someone comes through the door as opposed to going into the medical setting. Yes. And what percentage of cancer patients in the Chicagoland area do you think actually um, have access to information about Gilda's Club? Well, over 50% of our referrals on an annual basis come from the medical community. So I do think the information is out there. I think that it really becomes more a case of physicians and nurses and social workers actively telling people about what we do. Um, I think it's one thing to get a pamphlet of information when you're just overwhelmed by a diagnosis. It's another thing to hear two or three times, you know, I think you might want to check this out. I know you're really concerned about nutrition and Gilda's Club offers nutrition lectures or you're having a, I know you're having a hard time relaxing and Gilda's Club offers yoga four times a week. So I think it's really more becoming ingrained and recognizing that medical care obviously is essential, research is essential, but what Gilda's Club does 
is provide support for the person that has been diagnosed today. And sometimes people may not be able to wait for the research development, but coming to Gilda's Club will help them live with cancer. Yes. And I really liked what you said about letting them see the connection between what Gilda's Club offers and what they're struggling with in their individual journey. And that's what's going to bring them in because they don't make as much use of it as they really might. Right. And that's our big frustration. Sometimes it's hard to remember that we've just been around in Chicago for, we're in our our 10th year of operation, but it just becomes frustrating when you see the great benefit, and I just want everybody to come here. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to thank our guest, Laura Jane Hyde, who has joined us today to talk about Gilda's Club. Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity. And if I can just give out Gilda's Club Worldwide's website, that way people looking for more information can find out more about what we're doing in their community. And that's www.gildasclub.org. Thank you, Laura Jane. Thank you. I'm Dr. Laura Humphrey, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.